Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Hear It From Them. And today we are going to do an episode on what I call EDS, Eldest Daughter Syndrome. <laughs> and we have Momo and Alia here with me. We both live, I mean, we all live in the same building. And we are all so somehow funny. the eldest daughter in the family. So do a little, so no. <laughs> little self-intro, please. Hi, I'm Momo. I'm Antonia's roommate. You might know me from her video roommate tag <laughs> um which is uploaded on her youtube channel but yeah so happy to be here this is my first podcast recording ever and i'm kind of i'm excited <laughs> to see how it goes uh hi i'm leah i live on the same floor um we're in the movie group together and i was in some of her vlog videos they were pretty fun so i'm hoping this is also a fun time well, it's girls' talk time, so I'm guessing that it will be fun, probably. Yay! Okay, so, because today we're going to start, uh, today we're going to do <laughs> the eldest daughter syndrome kind of thing. Um, I honestly thought that I came up with it, but apparently not, because people have thought about it, and that makes me really mad. But, um, so we're going to start by talking about the birth order personality traits like there's a stereotype going around oh, whether yeah. you're like the eldest mm-hmm. um child or the youngest child and the only child mm-hmm. so i found a source that says for the eldest child the parenting style is going to cause the child to be a perfectionist like they're always trying to strive to please the parent because like they are the sole focus for the parents for a while are you making direct I think that's probably as you say that <laughs> because you said directly across from me um so um, apparently, according to them, the personality traits will be reliable, conscientious, structured, cautious, controlling, and achievers. I feel like, I feel like that's accurate. I feel like it's more like it takes your normal personality and then just, like, increases that part of it. So, like, there are like, some oldest yeah. daughters that aren't as much like that, but if they hadn't been oldest daughters, I think they would have been even less reliable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I think it also definitely depends on, like, parents and how much mm-hmm. pressure they put on their kids or, like, how um, good at parenting they are. Like, sometimes they might just rely on their eldest daughter, which I hear a lot about. I don't feel like my parents really did that, but yeah, my personality is more, like, guilt-driven and, like, I feel like I need to do better all the time. Yes. So I think that makes oh, me... It's so true. I think I think that makes me increase my case of... Yeah, especially in college when you literally breathing is costing money. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I am just so existing true. and I am burning money as we... The speak. weekly existential yeah. crises are a fun time. It's weekly. It's probably, like, daily. Yeah. Hourly. Hourly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, let's see. They say that the undivided attention given to the firstborn, like before the secondborn, that time period, it, it tends to make the firstborns like overachievers because they have, it's the first time the parents are being parents, right? And mm. they like look into every tiny thing like, oh my God, they're not sleeping for eight hours. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> but like that also, it helps because firstborns are tend to score higher on IQ tests win and then like like, let's go so that (laughs) you probably get like more education than your siblings and the firstborns are tend to out earn them like you make more money than your siblings if my brother is listening to this ha (laughs) (laughs) my brother is listening to this ha (laughs) same for my brothers wait i'm pretty sure my brother is listening because i can see the demographic like on the podcast studio <laughs> and i can see the exact city people are listening from oh really so oh that's kind of scary yeah. yeah i'm gonna make sure i go to a different city before i listen to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> someone from alaska <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> okay. that's the good part but then here comes the bad part um they said firstborns are tend to be type A personalities. If you know what that is, it's basically like you're stressed all the time as yeah, opposed like to type really, like, B when you're just like chill all the time. I wish I was chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are like, other plans for me. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You like got for, that right. For the guilt-driven part, they're like, they have this intense fear of failure. I don't know why I'm saying they, like I'm not one of them. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, we, it's you. We, we have an intense fear of failure. So like nothing we accomplish, like, ever feels good enough that's the case for me like you know how many 
things that I'm doing. Mm. Like I'm literally doing way too. She's many doing things. the most. Yeah, I feel like generally, I feel like generally I have like a laid back personality, but like mm-hmm. when it comes to like academics and stuff, I'm like very like, yeah, like I have to be. I think it shows up in different ways for yeah, different for people. Sure. It manifests, it manifests, it manifests like every aspect of my life. I'm just like I have to do grand in school, and I have to try to make money, and I have to do everything else. Mm. see like you seem very chill to me so like I probably wouldn't guess that you're the oldest sibling but I also like don't see you in an academic setting so I wouldn't know <laughs> yeah I'm an academic weapon because <laughs> <laughs> you're not here when she like cried about her physics test okay she opened the door and whoa she was like, exposing Momo <laughs> <laughs> yeah she opened the door and then she's like drops to her knees I'm like oh my <laughs> that god is <laughs> that is a mood that is a mood and she's like, I'm gonna go shower, and then I have my headphones on, so I can like, does things to you. I can hear her crying from the bathroom through the water and That's through so the music. Sad. It's like it's so depressing. Anyway, <laughs> like, oh I'm, I'm like, I'm never taking physics. Ironically, that was my best physics test. Ever. <laughs> Why are you worried? I don't know. Sometimes I it just hits so different. Stressed about that test. Okay. Well, I hear something that they say. They say like the oldest um child is typically inflexible like they don't like changes and they don't like to step outside of their comfort zone which is not the case for me because I'm like forever doing new <laughs> <Yeah>. things so <laughs> like oh I'm an international student <laughs> I have a podcast and a youtube channel <laughs> I'm doing 10 credits I'm yeah. okay with change I just don't like to be the one who causes the change like I'll handle what gets thrown at me yeah. I'm adaptable but I don't like to have to decide things Good that point. makes so much sense like, yeah. I definitely relate to that. Okay. Uh, let's see. They say they can be quick to take charge. Like, if no one wants to be the leader, I will be the leader. That was the case, like, for an international project that I did when you have to coordinate people, like, around the, the earth. Yeah. And, like, nobody actually wanted to do anything. So I'm just <laughs> going to have to be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's the plan. Yeah. You do this thing. And then, like... It gets so frustrating because at the end of the project, they have this feedback and like some kid called me a kid and they say I was bossy. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like the project would not have gotten done. Yeah, Yeah. I know. (laughs) Rude. I feel like it took me like a certain amount of self-confidence to get to that point where I was able to be like, okay, like nothing is getting done. So we're going to have to like, because before, um, like I was just like, been like stay quiet you know and like not try not to upset people yeah. but now I'm like who cares <laughs> like we're gonna get this done yeah well like because you value the project getting done more than like absolutely destroying these people so. yeah I don't know I feel like it's also like people we're also worried about how other people are perceiving us that we don't actually perceive anyone else and that's like I feel like in college, that's, like, super apparent because everyone yeah. is so socially awkward because yeah. they're so afraid of how everyone is Definitely frustrating them. Are yes. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I definitely feel like I've taken the lead in a few things a little bit, but I definitely get, like, if no one else takes charge, then I'll do it. Like, I'll let yeah. someone else do it if they seem like they're capable yeah. and ready yeah, like, to do yeah, it. Yeah, like, defer to people's judgment if you think they're, like, they yeah. know more about it than you yeah, yeah. somebody jumps out and say oh I know about this and I can do this I'm like yeah like, go, ahead. go ahead please, go ahead please <laughs> for once I don't have please to be do in not I will just be in the background Thank I you. promise you I don't want responsibility <laughs> I just kind of happens <laughs> responsibility finds you exactly like, it's it's so weird for me like in my case it's kind of weird um because I'm born as the firstborn but I'm like raised <laughs> like as an only child <laughs> oh yeah because it's weird like my parents are divorced and my my brother lives with my father so I live with my mom so I'm born as the firstborn like technically I know I have a brother but I just don't see him for the majority of the year so I'm basically raised as a that's an interesting combination like a really interesting dynamic that kind of explains you a little bit yeah I know and it's just like like my brother doesn't get addressed like most of the time it's just like when New Year's and we have those red envelopes, my mom oh, would yeah. save like like one for him. I'm like, mm. okay, so this is when my brother actually exists. Like, <laughs> like he's a ghost. <laughs> sometimes wow. he's in the house, sometimes he's not. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. So we're going to talk a little bit about 
the personalities of an only child and see that fits with you guys as well because i don't know about your family dynamics with you surprisingly we all have brothers like younger brothers yeah i think that's a whole that's a whole nother thing like yeah the brother is a stressor (laughs) it helps it has definitely helped me get along with guys better like if i had sisters mm -mm. because my class (laughs) in school was like 80 percent guys so it really helped to have brothers if i had kimmy like oh my god my from h2o yeah. i would absolutely just die no yeah. i feel like sisters have like very very interesting dynamics compared it can to, be like, really good or, or like really bad yeah so i wish i had a sister like, but, but, but like, like an older sister yeah i don't want a younger sister oh my no with like a it younger brother big the age gets yeah. yeah i feel like with a younger brother you like don't see as much of yourself in them especially mm-hmm. Also, they're they're like not stealing your stuff. Yeah, they don't want yeah, because yeah, they they just don't care. I am like, oh, I got that. this new top, and he's like, who cares? <laughs> Although, if my middle brother was a girl, I don't think he would want my stuff because his personality and his style is just so different from mine. The yeah. fact that this exact shirt that I'm wearing, um, my brother has the exact one, just like in a different color. Nice, because yeah. I bought two. And I feel bad for not giving him one, even though I was gonna. Keep I have stolen some of my younger oh, brother's oh. clothes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like whenever I go to my dad's house and I just I start wearing my brother's shorts because they're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> my brother's a lot pickier than I am, so sometimes if my mom buys him clothes and then he's like, "I don't want this," and I'm like, "It fits me well yeah, enough. Like, yeah. I'll wear it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care." Okay, so like, um. As an only child, they described it as like the super firstborn, like like <laughs> the super type, like your type A, but you're just like very type A. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for like the traits, they said they're like mature for their age. They're perfectionists. They're conscientious. They're diligent, and they're leaders. I don't know if that fits me. Like, give me like a like a feedback for you. Yeah. Um, you're definitely a perfectionist. Yeah. You're definitely diligent. I'm not conscientious though. That's okay. that, that word's a little hard for me. You're pretty you're seeing pretty conscientious. Like the other day I had like a psychology discussion session and they're like, take this personality quiz. I'm like, okay. Oh, but it literally yes. has oh, like yes. only two dimensions. You're either like I forgot the other one. It was like oh you're either like introverted or extroverted, and then the other dimension is whether or not you're conscientious. And I got low extroversion and low conscientious. I got low extroversion and high conscientious. I don't know. I don't even remember what my scores were. I think it was like the it was like the big five. Is that the one you're talking about? The BAFAs, or is that the discussion one? Uh, well, we did like both of them. So yeah, I scored low in extroversion, high in conscientiousness. Oh, wait, so, so what is conscientiousness again? It's I, like no being clue. organized and like being like kind of like mindful about like like the consequences of your actions. It's okay. like what would we'll be the extreme? Okay, so is it like kind of a type A, type B kind of thing we're talking? Uh, it's... Or perfectionism is more what it's talking about? We should know this, right? We should know this before our psych final. Okay, um, I'm, I'm, uh, cut this part off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's like, um, so extroversion is like a different like dimension of your personality, mm-hmm. like quote unquote your personality, and conscientiousness is like basically like, yeah, like how organized you are or like how like cerebral is like more it's like how like mental in order like your okay I feel like so it's a little you, hard like, to define i don't know how you order your life i guess it's like kind of like that yeah. it's also like i feel like it has to do a lot with like foresight okay and like thinking through like what the consequences of your actions are okay so be. adulting <laughs> yeah i guess so how it's much like, of you uh, like how uh, how much of an adult are you it's probably mm. I would define it like that. Maybe I am not an adult. <laughs> am I an adult? I'm a weird combination of maturity and immaturity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm pretty sure that's most people. Yeah. So, I guess I think Mogus is funny. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So funny. So uh, we talked about like the firstborn, but that's without the gender context. So now we're gonna actually like talk about being the eldest daughter. daughter. Mm. You said it's the worst. <laughs> oh, I just think being the oldest is the worst. But being the, the oldest daughter is... Being the only daughter, I would say, is worse. Because I'm, I'm the only girl. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, for me, being the oldest has definitely, like, served me. Because, um, 
like especially when coming from like a bicultural household and like parents are like way more likely to put more effort into their firstborn mm. child with like when it comes to like language and cultural like oh, education sure. and stuff yeah so I like for example I went to like a Japanese like supplementary school for 14 years wow and meanwhile my brother quit after like um like yeah less than that so that's definitely a benefit yeah mm. so I feel like it's definitely like like I've experienced a similar phenomenon but in a negative context where like it's like they are super like we're gonna be such good parents we're gonna set these great rules that will make sure that she turns out so good so then they like set these pretty strict rules based because my parents are pretty strict and so they like give me these rules and I'm like okay that's fine and then my younger my younger brother comes along and he's like I don't want to do that and they're like, like okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying because I would never even think of challenging it because it's all I know. Yeah, but like he just asks, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, uh, sure, okay, whatever, uh, we'll think about it. No, like <laughs> I like when I was ten, I got my first phone, and I was only allowed to have like, uh, like text messages on Same. it. I was, I was seven when I got my I first phone. I didn't even have wow. internet access. Was, yeah, no, literally. I was, yeah, I remember that birthday, like, mm-hmm. very well, because I got my first phone, and it was a flip phone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pink, and then, and then <laughs> it's so cute. It's like this metallic pink. It's so cute. And then I had, like, a tiramisu for my birthday cake, and I wore, like, a like a headband that had Aww. a flower on it. I'm like, uh-huh. best birthday ever. Good old ever. days. Yes. <laughs> and I remember, like, like putting like those rhinestone stickers on my phone like we didn't the have day phone. of i mean probably like probably a week from that oh, and okay. i had a little chain i mean not a chain like a like a accessory that i hang from the side oh yeah. like cute. i am the most fashionable phone <laughs> literally that yes that is yeah. so cute and then like back then i had no like aesthetic purposes or mm-hmm. like any taste in fashion so I just like put as many like rhinestone stickers on it as I could it's like, like it's like it's bejeweled yeah wow. I'm still wow. bejeweled when I walk in the room I can still make the whole place shimmer okay okay That's we're thought. so cute all right oh <laughs> uh, okay so I will say one thing I benefited from my mom throws the best birthday parties and I got great birthday parties and my brother's by the time they were the age that I stopped having birthday parties, like a lot earlier than that, they were like, "This isn't, this isn't fun. I want to go to Skate City. I want to, I want to go bowling." And my parents were like, "Okay, I guess you could do that." But I think my parties were way more fun. Yeah, I feel like definitely like, like I was saying earlier before we started the podcast, like um, like as the oldest sibling, you get to like experience more like that childhood like wonder quote unquote mm, yeah. um like you get christmas presents for longer like you yeah santa for longer true like like i remember having birthday parties up until i was like 10 my brother yeah. was like i don't know i actually don't know what he does for his birthday. <laughs> like you know i think you're right like, like, you get to stay as a kid for longer i feel yeah, like because definitely. as you grow up your younger sibling also grows up kind of yeah like and i'm also the oldest cousin on my mom's um, side so like when all of my cousins get together like i'm still one of the kids even yeah. though i'm like pretty old yeah me too and in, in a few years <laughs> in a few years it's not gonna be like that like it's gonna be different groups yeah it's fun because like that's also the case with me like on my mom's side like my grandpa had like three kids and all of those three kids had two more kids so like everything's we have so many children in one house it's literally insane but I'm like the oldest of them all because my mom is the oldest child mm. so I don't know if I'm good with children or is just like I'm forced to be good with children. <laughs> I think it, it teaches you to be good with kids to be the yeah oldest. like to be patient mm-hmm. yeah and to like understand what I feel like there's also like a different kind of pressure when you're the oldest cousin I'm yeah not, but like um especially like maybe in like Asian families because yeah. like my oldest cousin on my mom's side in Japan she's like in medical school and everyone's like oh like you know like we're so proud of her and like we all mm. look up to her and stuff but I feel like that's like that's also a lot of pressure to put on her yeah um that, that's I would say that's the case because um my grandpa was I think he's one of probably five or six kids and so like he had a brother who's daughter went to stanford on a full ride scholarship oh, and my mom would not stop bringing that up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm like sure. i cannot <laughs> please yeah, yeah. Like, 
okay, this is like an unrealistic like yeah, <laughs> yeah special for me. I'm like, mom, have you seen me? Like, do you even know me? <laughs> I'm definitely a favorite in my mom's side of the family. Like, they love me. <laughs> oh wow! Everything I do is just so special because I'm the oldest, so they just look like it's new. Yeah, definitely. I feel like yeah, there's like also that like when you like the oldest gets into college or like graduates college or like you know yeah. and they're all like wow it's amazing mm, wow yeah, that's, that's the good side of it the bad side is you're doing everything for the first time and you have so, nothing to yeah. go off of. <laughs> yeah, um i don't think i'm like that favorite child in like my mom's side of the family because like uh my uncle uh he has a daughter and i think she's the favorite child of the family mm. because she uh i don't know if this is just like an asian thing or like because like asians tend to like do what they say and like be quiet and just like yeah well <laughs> <laughs> don't be an extrovert basically and then like she gets to be the class president and whatever and then she gets good grades she gets sleep at nine that's deranged so but she but she's also an oldest daughter right yes okay that's their like their family rule like all the kids go to sleep bef- like at nine um how can they regulate that i don't know they just do wow. because their okay. kids are so obedient what the heck yeah that's the point <laughs> to be fair i i definitely had earlier bedtimes than my brothers do wow. now i feel like my parents didn't like set like an actual like bedtime i'm not just saying my mom never cares she probably does it's like okay like i do what she does because i don't have other role models like to be exact i'm like in the same household so i tend to just do what she does but like as i get older like more school stuff piles up and i just have to do it's like in the middle of the night so yeah okay so that's that's a good fun point that you talked about like having a prolonged childhood or whatever because it says the exact opposite in the article i think it's I kind guess. of a you go one way or the other because i yeah. i have a friend who's an oldest girl and she like is basically a parent which also is intensified because she has a cousin who had a kid and she like basically takes care of their kids and she yeah. like drives her siblings everywhere and she's like super adult and so like we're friends and we're both oldest daughters but like I feel like she's so much more adult than I am but Mm -hmm. both of us kind of have that youthful personality so it's not like too intimidating for me yeah (laughs) so it's okay well I guess like how do you maintain that like I have this theory like your childhood was cut short because you're forced to be like a mother figure or like a parent at some Mm -hmm. point and then like after that part you just because, like, when you're an adult, you just do whatever you want. So you, like, take up your childhood habits back. And that's how you, like, you basically skipped a whole 10 years. And then you, like, get your childhood back when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? I guess it does. But, like, I guess the biggest factor is, like, how much effort your parents put into raising your younger siblings. Yeah. Because if you're kind of, like, forced into that role, I can see how that would make you, like, m- mature you pretty You lose a lot more time than you would. Yeah. But, like, for my parents, like, they never did that for me. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I grew up, like, believing in Santa Claus and, like, you know, stuff like that. So, I feel like just, like, this family dynamics have a lot to do with. Yeah. Um, I never really brothers. felt, like, I never took on the role of being another parent to my siblings. Like, I was a rule follower, so I was, like, trying to make sure they were doing the right thing. But I never, like, thought of myself as responsible for them, necessarily. Yeah. So, that I feel like that didn't really affect me as much. Well, uh Probably for me, I feel like I'm doing that now more than ever because when mm. I was a kid, I had too much to worry about, like from like meeting expectations <laughs> from my mom. And then so now that my dad feels like an adult and he can talk to me about things, like mm. especially for my brother, he's like, oh, he's getting this great and he's not like sleeping or he's not like showering or taking care of himself. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. I don't know I guess I kind of get the same because like my parents are like oh like your brother is like doing this and this in school and like they're like oh like we're having like trouble getting him to do this and I'm like okay I'm like oops like (laughs) what am I yeah and you're like you think I can help do that I'm I'm not the parent (laughs) (laughs) yeah my my brother so when I was in high school I did like a whole bunch of activities and I was on like leadership teams and stuff and my brother like he wouldn't do any of it because I was in it 
and he didn't like to do that. He's also more really sister me. I'm like, you're gonna join this club, and he's like, no, because you were in it. And then, but then I left. I left for college, and he joined all those things. Like he's doing the exact same things I was doing. Petty. And it's so funny. Mini Leo. But I'm proud. I'm proud of him. Okay. He's growing up. Into me. Oh, as wow. Should. My brother chose to do you join want the him only to <laughs> that I wasn't in. What? Nice. My brother chose to join the only activity that I wasn't in. Nice. What's that? Mock trial. <laughs> but he got a best witness at his last oh, competition. Wow. So congrats. Well, that's great. Like I've seen your brother once and he's basically glued to his phone like the whole time. Savage. My brothers are crazy. Well, my youngest brother's crazy. My middle brother's chill. I saw your brother on that tree. Like, yeah, he's like I, I wasn't I wasn't looking at him no, for like three him. minutes and I turn around and he's in a tree. I'm like, he's also very touchy. We're not gonna get into that anyway. <laughs> okay, so from this article it says he's in middle school. Um Ella's daughters carry so much burden because it's like a behavior learned at a very young age. Um they spend like less time being children because they have to adapt into this older figure, like a parental figure situation for their younger siblings. <laughs> so, <laughs> my sock was inside out. Oh my god. <laughs> Gotta fix that. <laughs> During the podcast, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and they said that this leads to pressures and anxiety that preserves until adulthood. Like I'm sure, like, we're not technically adults. Like, we're 18. We're legally probably kind of adults. But, like, oh, we're so adult. But do you feel like an adult, yeah. though? No. I know. I feel like a child. Me too. Yeah, that's, that's my point. I think I had this written as my thesis a couple of years ago. I said, like, there's no one definitive point that you turn into adult. Like, you just mm-hmm. don't turn into adult as soon as you hit 18. I'm like, I'm not going to be responsible and pay my taxes. I can kind of <laughs> feel it coming. I can feel myself turning into an adult. But I don't yeah. know if I like it or not. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I feel like my childhood was not necessarily cut short. I think I got mature in some ways earlier, but in good ways and not in like, I don't get to have fun anymore. Like I always held on to that because I just loved it so much. And so I feel like I've held on to that even now, like even as I become an adult, like because I had to like hold on to that childhood and not like just lose it. I've always, like, acted younger than a lot of my peers. So, like, I've preserved that now. So, like, I still feel like I can act like a child more. Yeah. But I actually think when you get to know me, I'm actually more mature than I, like, present. (laughs) But I feel like just, like, in college, like, when you're presented with all these, like, difficult situations, whether it's, like, social or financial or something, I'm like, oh, what do I do? (laughs) I'm like, who do I ask about this? Like, who can do this for me? Like, you just learn to send emails. That's what you do. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm terrified of cold emailing people. I'm just like, that's that's something that I can. I do that all I the don't time. Do, I don't like, do that. So I'm so scary. bad at asking for help, bro. <laughs> like, I think that's another thing that comes with being an oldest child. I think yeah. definitely like, so hard to ask for help. I know. I'm okay. I feel like okay for certain things. I'm just like, I'm like, I need help, or I'm not gonna be able to do yeah. this. Yeah. At all. Like for like physics. Yeah. I'm like. That's and a my TA's office hours every week for like <laughs> three hours, but like I don't know for other stuff I'm just like if I ask for help like they're gonna think I'm dumb, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to make it look like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it it ties it, like I think that's a part of your core personality, not to be like um not like to be seen cr- as weak, not not as like. Not to be critical or anything, because, like, you tend to do that a lot. Just, like, I don't want people to perceive me. Like, you mm. once drop a sock out of a dryer or a washing machine, and you're like, oh, my God, please don't look at me, please. You got please, that please. embarrassment factor is a little heightened. Yes. <laughs> That's my brother. My middle brother the same way. Yeah. That's why he doesn't like, like me, because I'm embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, just, like, being self-conscious and like all the time about, like, it's so tiring oh my God. yeah I feel like it also it like really impacts like social like interactions and stuff because I'm like I can't jump into this conversation because like that would be weird or, yeah know. that's just that's not my personality I jump in and then I just feel bad about it later so. <laughs> yeah. yeah I I just I overthink it I'm like I decide to not jump in because <laughs> 
I feel like I've become pretty confident in myself and like I've always been told that I was like intelligent by my like parents and people just because I'm like was pretty good at school so then like I feel like that gave me some confidence and also like just because of my personality so outgoing like I usually am not too inhibited around people but sometimes I regret it later so yeah I feel like working in retail has definitely given me like more like confidence when talking to people true my riz with people at Trader Joe's is crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, middle-aged white ladies, they love, love you. me. Oh, I bet they do. But like no. with my peers and stuff, I'm just like because there's no guidelines. Like, like when you're in retail, like you have like a structure of how to talk to people. And then yeah. you can work within that. I also yeah. feel like it's like an environment that I'm more comfortable in because I'm like, I know more than you're the you. expert. <laughs> like, you know, like I can yeah. look this up. You like being the expert. Yeah. yeah. Like I like being the expert. That's literally the whole situation of being like an international student. You know, like people like go to the go to Target and like I love this candy I'm like what is that <laughs> yeah and then I just I, I stop caring and every time it's just like okay what is that and then they just tell me because well what are they gonna do yeah, <laughs> tell yeah. You, like, I feel like I'm gonna gatekeep this candy you can't have any of this <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like like we had like readings about this in psychology where it was like people are like way more likely to help you than you think they are yeah, yeah. like it I'm sure, like, like, were you, like, worried, like, they're, they would be, like, you don't know this? Like, when you ask, like, what this candy is? Like, probably at some point, like, because I'm, like, half raised by YouTube. So, <laughs> so like, um, I, I am convinced that's partially the reason why I don't have an accent, because I'm basically raised by YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I watch a lot of American YouTubers growing up. So I'm like, I'm living through them vicariously. Every time they <laughs> yeah. go to Target and get like Mod Podge, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, glue these popsicle sticks together. Okay, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's just like people always care like less about you being embarrassing than you do. Yeah. Or like yeah. you doing something that uh, you yeah. feel so conscious about. I used to be like so embarrassed just by existing. But then, yeah. no, have you seen that one tweet that's, like, um, social anxiety is, like, crazy, like, <laughs> I'm walking down the hill, and people, like, I think people are, like, gonna see me and be, like, we're gonna be trying down the hill or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, I just learned to stop caring, because every time I start caring, I'm just gonna, I tell myself, like, I'm not gonna see this person, like, yeah. again yeah. my entire life. Yeah, especially going to such a big university. Yeah. Like, yeah. like most of these people, I'm, like, never gonna see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> I think the first time it snowed here, and I wasn't wearing the correct shoes, Oof. and I slipped. <laughs> I haven't done that. I've been so close so many times, but I haven't slipped yet. Oh my gosh, there's this ice patch right outside the door of the physics building that I, like, oh. stepped, like, put all my weight into, like, pushing the door. No! And I stepped outside, and I slipped, like, <laughs> you know, like oh, no. my, one of my feet slipped, like, one foot forward, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, like, I slipped, and then, like, for, like, two seconds, I was like, oh, my God, I hope nobody saw me, and then, like, this girl, like, it happens all the time, the girl that just walks, like, right into me, I'm like, and I just learned to make it a joke, I'm like, huh, and then she's like, are you okay, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, people don't really, they're not judging you for that, yeah, I don't think they're, I'm usually okay, I'm not usually too embarrassed until I have to, like, inconvenience someone else, and then I just feel guilty, I'm like, I should know better, I should have to make them do this, (laughs) yeah, circling back to the eldest daughter thing, (laughs) yeah, okay, we're gonna pause, and then we're gonna do a little break by reviewing some of the subreddits. So we have subreddit from the UFN, the school that I go to, all of us. Okay. <laughs> so it reads, oh, this is from 18 hours ago. <laughs> so it's new, like you knew. This person says, person who stared at me then ran in West Bank. <gasps> <laughs> you don't know, like our school is separated by the Mississippi River. So we have like a West Bank campus and then a East Bank campus. The St. Paul campus also, but that doesn't count because nobody talks about we it. We live on West Bank. Yes. Oh, yeah. So We're I, special. <laughs> West Bank, best bank. Yeah, except the fact that it doesn't smell really nice. It, it smells okay now. It's starting it to, to recover, bad. but yeah. and there was no heat for a week. Uh, That's okay. Middlebrook. That's not West Bank. We're not going into that. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay, so the post says, Wednesday afternoon, sometime after 5 p.m., we got off the bus at West Bank. You looked behind yourself to hold the door open for me. Romance. 
And then you look back again multiple times, spelling at me, definitely romance. (laughs) Oh, spicy. It was was obvious that you were flirting, but it took me by surprise, so I just said, okay. Oh, she (laughs) said that out loud. you ran off embarrassed. You were a girl. Oh, my God. They actually ran? Did they actually, like, sprint sprint away? away, Like They said they, like, ran off. I don't know, though. Okay, I feel like it's gotta he be walked away. It's gotta be not actually ran, but it's so much funnier to me to imagine them just like standing there awkwardly and then just like sprinting. <laughs> yeah, imagine you look okay, behind you awesome. and you're like, oh, okay, and the person's just like and just Pew! <laughs> starts <laughs> running. Okay. That is so funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then somebody commented that you woke up. <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually want to know who this girl is. I want to the. I want to know if the guy reached out to her on from her. Cause have I mean, you ever I, seen like? I'm trying to. Have you ever seen like yik yak posts that are like that? That are like, oh, like that guy in the oh. blue sweater. Oh, I'm not on yik yak. No. My roommate's on yik yak. Yeah. Sometimes Riley will tell me. She'll <laughs> tell me some of the funny ones. All right, we have a long post from a Reddit and my the asshole. Ooh. This was suggested. I'm ready to by vote. Momo. Okay, let's go. Am I the asshole for calling my girlfriend selfish for not picking my kids up from school? Oh. I immediately red flag. <laughs> this is complicated. I, male 36, have been with my girlfriend, female 32, for two years. I have two boys, male 13 and um, 9, from my previous relationship. Their mom is not in the picture. Okay. 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 I work full time, and my girlfriend used to stay home and take care of everything else. Mm. Uh, I used to help out here and there. Okay. Here and there. That's that could suspicious. go either way. That could be true or false. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she would complain about the kids causing constant mess, as she should. <laughs> not receiving proper discipline, accidents like breaking a vase, and the list. So goes she's on. not happy. No, she's not. Uh, she complained that she is more of a parent than I am, which is not true since I provide an income. Oh, immediately, okay. yes. Okay. Immediately, immediately the answer what, is yes. I want to know is that why are these 13, like, they're in school, right? Yeah. Like, like is she just like a stay-at-home, like, girlfriend. stepmom she's a, kind she's of a stay-at-home girlfriend. That's what she is. That's so awkward. Mm. I don't know. That's like a weird dynamic. I wouldn't want to. Like, they're not even married, so she's, like, financially dependent completely on him. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't. She's, like, oh, it says, the next kids. sentence is, yet she decided she wanted to go back to work. And okay, slay, girl boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I can't imagine when you're, like, 30. Please be independent. I, I can't imagine you're 32 and you don't have a job. I just, I can't. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I feel like. Why would you be a stay-at-home mom for this guy when you're not even married? Like, yeah, you're put giving, a ring you're on giving, it. you're giving him, like, everything that you could offer without get, getting the reassurance. I feel like it's just, like. That means, like, she probably doesn't have access to his, like, finances or anything. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, a very, like, like easy situation for him to just trap her. Yeah. Okay. If she yeah. doesn't have a job. But she did anyway. get a job, so Let's continue. She found a potential job in her interview was yesterday. I called her to remind her to pick the kids up from school since she's responsible for it. But she said she was about to start her interview and told me to go get them. Valid. Valid. Wait, well, but why did they work this out before? Like, why? I don't know. Yeah. That's a big question. I was stunned. I told her I couldn't because I was at work. She said I could take a break, but I refused because this would have affected my job. Affected I, his I, job how much? Yeah. Like, well, how much are we talking? I don't know. We're talking I, he's going to get fired? Probably not. Probably not. I asked if she'd take 10 minutes to quickly go pick them up, but she refused. Like, it's an interview. First she can't She can't be late to her interview. There's mm-hmm. no way. Like, if you're in, late to an interview, like, you're immediately not considered. Yeah. Like, if I was the HR and, like, you're late for the interview, I'm just like, no, next. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, red uh, We ended up getting into an argument and she and me telling her she should have figured something out beforehand. Technically valid, but... But she has to discuss this with you. What, when you're not willing to discuss this with her beforehand, how is she going to figure it out by herself? Like, boys, take the bus. <laughs> Clearly, they didn't have enough communication, communication yeah. going on here. Okay, she blew up saying that I'm the parent and that she was tired of being at my back. It sounds like they need to break up. I'm going to go with yeah, breakup. Like, yeah. It doesn't sound like she wants to really be in that. The kids <laughs> ended up being picked up by my friend 40 minutes later, which made them upset. You could have just called your friend when Why she didn't... said she couldn't. So he called another friend to go pick them up instead of just leaving work. 
this and guy is like using everybody weird. like yeah like yeah like entitled take care of my kids is, because but... i couldn't then don't get the kids anyways <laughs> at home i got into a huge argument with my girlfriend calling her selfish for doing this to the kids and ditching them like that she said that she had an important interview and that i as a parent could have figured something out instead of expecting her to drop what she was doing and pick the kids up she called me an asshole and went to stay with her mom yes break up with him yes i yes. think the information that we need is Number one, like, did he know that she had an interview at the same time that like, she was, like, allegedly supposed to yeah. pick up his kids? Shouldn't or, he have like, known that? Yeah, did she, like, tell him that she wasn't able to? Like, that just seems like a very, like, big communication Like, did thing. she not, did he not know that she was going to an interview? Yeah, or, like, Because, like, tell, that's a different thing if she, like, secretly applies to a job. I feel like yeah. that's a little worse, but still, like, she doesn't, I feel like she doesn't want to be with doing what she's doing with yeah. him. Like, like something needs to change. Be like a stay-at-home like girlfriend slash mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like the but like the biggest red flag for me in this post is that uh she said, I mean the girl said he was less of a parent than her, but then she he said no because I'm providing that yeah. income. Yeah, that, that was gross. that was bad. That I'm was like, so why sticky. do men do this? That gave me the ick. the audacity. Yeah, the audacity. Anyways, okay. So what's the verdict? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. I don't know. It's I'm more like, it's more complicated than the distinct yeah, yes or yeah. no, but I'm going with yes. Maybe, I'm also going with yes because like, it's, it's just clearly not working. Because well, he's he's saying that she's doing something like this is her fault is what he's but, saying. But like it, he's what, not taking responsibility. Yeah, yeah, but like it's it's not her responsibility to care take care of the kids that she doesn't know. Well, yeah, it, but she has put, she's she, like, put herself in that role. She though. did knowingly like I'm assuming that he was like yeah I have kids when they start dating <laughs> like I don't think yeah. he did them. So I would say like everyone sucks here, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, they need yeah. to break up, or at least just like reevaluate how yeah. their relationship is set up because she doesn't sound happy. Okay, we're gonna resume to the Ellis daughter conversation. On that happy note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yay! Now that we're not depressed at all. <laughs> so um, true. So. Like, another pressure for Ella's daughters is for them to set an example for, like, the, their siblings. Because I'm so good at that. They're, like, the firstborn, and you're supposed to do everything perfectly and, like, live inside a box so that, like, the other kids can live inside a box. But, like, your brother apparently doesn't agree to that. He's like, can I do this thing because I feel like doing it? And your parents are like, hmm, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my brother, I think, definitely, like, tries to go against like, my parents, like, expectations, like, from what I did. That's that, classic, that that's classic middle and younger child behavior, though. Yeah, like, I feel like there's, like, I don't know. I think there's definitely, like, a pressure to, like... I think middle children usually see the oldest child as, like, too perfect, and, like, you're raising their expectations so high. Yeah. I don't want to just do whatever you did. Yeah, I mean, like, the middle child probably doesn't want to be, like, a cardboard cutout from their yeah. older sibling. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I don't have, a, like, a middle sibling because I only have one brother, but. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's, yeah. I've always been an example for my brothers, but, like, because I'm so, like, self-aware and, like, guilt-driven anyway, I feel like I didn't feel it particularly strongly because of my brothers. It's just, like kind of a part of who I am so I don't know I've never I never really thought about that as part of it uh, it just kind of naturally came to me yeah um uh, let's see for me like I'm like obviously I'm not gonna say this in an entitled way but I have I speak better English than probably like most people in Taiwan because that's mm-hmm. not their main uh, primary language okay and you speak very good English so like that's not that's not entitled. Um. Anyways, um. So, my 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 dad kind of thinks but like I'm setting an example for my brother, even though we don't actually talk every day. But then, yeah. it's kind of weird because me and my brother have the same personality type, and then he ended up being like good at English in his school as well. So, mm. cool. that's kind of I don't know if that's a coincidence. Again, nature versus nature debate. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Setting okay. an example? Setting an example, yes. My my dad thinks I'm setting an example for my brother. My mom doesn't 
really care. Your brother doesn't talk to you that much, though, so how can you be studying in the same house? I feel like if you like, don't your even parents live in the same see house. what you're doing, and then they, like, compare Yeah, you Yeah, I think it might be on them. I think yeah. it's their competition, and I'm just kind of, like, in the middle of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that's thing. that's complicated. That's a little, that's a little bit of it. Yeah, iffy situation. They hate each other. So, anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. Um, definitely affects your oldest daughter syndrome, though. Yeah, <laughs> it adds a little manifestation. Yeah, adds a little spice to it. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, but like, uh, my dad is probably thinking that he can raise my brother, like not better than my mom did raising me but like probably like the same level like yeah i mean what he par- doesn't want it to look like he's a worse parent like, because his par- kid <laughs> what, what the kid that he's in charge of is worse yeah like mm-hmm. what parent doesn't want their child to like succeed but anyways you know on that note it, there is like a competitive element in there but um back to the article um like the eldest daughters are like they want to be a lot of, I can't speak English today. <laughs> <laughs> like, the eldest daughters are often, like, this magazine cover of, like, the perfect example of, like, a good kid. <laughs> I feel like I have far from a perfect example for my brother because, like, whenever my parents would, like, scream and cry and fight and stuff, he would just be standing at the doorway of the room, like, watching. Like, I don't even... Why? I, don't know, just, like, I think he was just kind of, like worried about like what was going on but um like one time I came into my room after my parents and I fought and then he gave or like not my I don't think we were fighting actually I think I was just crying because I was sad then gave me a gobstopper and then I was crying while I was eating the gobstopper and I choked on it (laughs) (laughs) I was like the moment that I think I was closest to death (laughs) anyways I definitely cried more than my well, more than my middle brother. Might be maybe not more than my youngest, but yeah. I guess like I don't know. I think like when it comes to like standardized testing and stuff, my brother mm. tends to get like worse scores than me. And he's also like I think his just attitude about academics has been kind of influenced by being like the youngest mm-hmm. child. Because like for me, I was like I need to like pass and I need to like or like I need to get good grades and get into a good college and like get like a good education and stuff like that. But he's like, why do I have to like learn about all this stuff in high school? Like, when like I don't even. She care already did that. It. I don't need to do that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that's the like the situation with my brother as well because he wants to be a YouTuber. Slay. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> like no, but like before I was even a YouTuber, so that's the ironic part. Like I got to be a YouTuber earlier than he did, and I think my middle brother is glad that he doesn't do as good in school as me. Like he still does well, but he like doesn't want to do super well because he doesn't want to be that kind of a person he's very like image conscious yeah. and he wants to be seen as like a normal chill person which but, he is but like for but me I, I i can't do that like even if i like consciously I wanted to but like if i get an 80 on my test i will immediately just flip if out. that was my priority i think i could do it but my priority has never been that. yeah because like also we i don't know if it's like your case because like oftentimes like the daughters are more like they're expected to do like chores like housework and like caregiving of their siblings more than their male siblings because that's not (laughs) that's i think that's common i think that's common for oldest and daughters but in my family my mom and dad very much value like fairness Mm So, like, chores have always been split evenly between us. Like, mowing the lawn, we would, like, all mow the lawn. Oh, and God, we, I don't have a lawn. <laughs> yeah, and we would all clean bathrooms. We had a rotation for oh. who did which part of the bathroom. Nice. And so it was, like, very fair, and I'm really glad about that, for sure. Growing up, I'm problematic 101. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, because Momo has somewhere to be, we're going to end this podcast um, probably now. So, because... Yeah. What else? I don't think I think we kind of covered everything. Like what you should. Oh yes, Google Keep so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I just haven't seen the Apple in so long. (laughs) Oh, I wish I had an older sibling, and that is true because they could give me so much good advice. Like, like you just want some guidance, right? Yeah, like when it comes to like applying to college or like applying to jobs or something like that. Like I always I have like older like, female friends that I always ask, I'm, like, like, what did you want to do your job interview, or, like, how many places did you apply to, or, like, yeah. stuff like that, or, like, how did you find your internship, but, 
but like it would have been nice to have like a sibling oh I don't know actually because I feel like I would have just See, ended for up me myself I never them. really got along with like the people who were older than me because because of the way like the dynamics were like they already had their group and I was never just a part of it so I didn't have a lot of older friends so it would have been good for me to have a s- older sibling but like if you had friends I think that'd be better than a sibling honestly I'm good with older people like in the sense that not like an older sibling kind of old but like teacher professor kind of old mm, oh, mentors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i never really had a mentor either so that's because why like, i'm so immature i was yeah. like i don't know i had like one biology teacher in high school that we like kind of kind of consider like she was like my nhs advisor and my volleyball coach and like also my biology teacher for like three mm, years wow. so yeah because i was like always really good with my english teachers and i don't know why that is but you know starting from like probably fifth grade or sixth grade and then all the way until i graduated well that explains why your english is so good probably i don't know (laughs) well i mean they're all like uh like from america like from the u.s and they just went there to teach Mm -hmm. like most of them thought it it was like a really spontaneous choice because nobody would actually think about going to taiwan like voluntarily like it, it's just not it's not like yeah who would go to taiwan <laughs> it, like 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 you would probably want to go to i don't know china or japan or somewhere like that where they don't and then it's just like it's very rarely very rarely that people think about going to taiwan and then most of the time they're just like uh you know why not and then they went there and then they ended up staying for like 30 years so. wow yeah okay we're ending this podcast now mm-hmm. So, to end this podcast, I'm going to ask you a question. It's a what-if question. So, what if there was a chance that you could be the only child, but, like, your sibling would never have existed? Would you be willing to do that? No. Yeah, me neither. I would say no, because I feel like it's just taught me, like, a lot about, like, responsibility. It's, like, really shaped me, like, to be who I am today. And I also, like, I don't know. All the only children I know, like, seem less socially mature to me. I feel like I have two good friends who are our only ch- children, or, like, were only children for a long time. And I feel like they, like, I don't know, I don't see it very much of a difference between, like, their social skills and my social skills, but I definitely think, it, like, it would be nice to have, like, all the attention, yeah. but also, in, like, other ways, I'm, like, it would not have been nice. Yeah, because, like, attention. attention is, like, a double-edged sword, right? Yeah, like, they were, like, why are you getting back so late, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, they can give you, like, probably not unconditional love, but, like, they can give you their attention and you, like, you'll be their, like, sole center focus. But then also, that's focus. Cause got its downside. I feel like bad. Yeah, also, like, um, that kind of reminds me of, like, Crying in H Mart. Like, the book. The book? About, yeah, yeah, by Michelle Donner. Like, she was an only child, so she, like, felt all this pressure to, like, come back and, like, take care of her mom, like, oh. while she was dying. Um, not only because, she, like, she was an only child, I guess, but because, like, she, like, wanted to, like, return some of, like, the... Yeah, like, yeah. She wanted to, like, pay back her mom for all the years that she spent caring for her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I don't know, only children, like, definitely, I think, have, like, a bunch of pressure on them to, like, mm-hmm. take care of their parents as they age. Yeah. Okay, relatable. All right, on that note, this is uh, the, this week's episode of Hear From Them. Thanks for Peace listening. Out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Stay tuned next week. Yeah. For a new episode. Ooh. Bye.